0: Brought to you by Dubois Productions. Hello and welcome back to N.O. and JB Sports Pedigree. We're here to provide some insight on a wide variety of sports topics. NBA hoops, UEFA Champions League, NFL, Major League Baseball. I mean, who knows where we're going to go today. We are definitely going to give you some perspective, some real honest opinion. And we're going to have some fun while doing it. Our goal is for you to have fun right along with us. Let's not waste any more time. Let's dig in. I am J.B.
1: And I am the one and only N.O. J.B. N.O. There's a lot of great sports cities and towns across not only America, but today. I got a couple outside of the states in the city trivia section.
0: Let's get it.
1: Y'all know how we like to do in city trivia. You know, we ask questions pertaining to a city and the other person has to guess which city it is.
0: Who's going to start it off today, you know?
1: Uh... You go first today, J.B., what you got?
0: Okay, here we go.
1: I'm I'm trying to go undefeated today.
0: Oh, man. I got about five of them, I think, if I can count. Okay. All right, let's do it. This city, its college team plays in the Big 12, even though the city is in the east. Mostly known for basketball, and their coach used to be the UC Bearcats coach.
1: Morgantown. Yes, sir. West Virginia Mountaineers. Mountaineers. Hey, for some reason, I felt like I knew it even before you said that was Bobby Huggins, by the way, for those of y'all that don't know. Yeah, I felt like I knew it when you said they're in the big 12, but playing the East, right. I was already ready to say West <laughs> Virginia. So that's a great start for, No. Hey. Alrighty. all righty. Yep. All right, here we go. This is an international city, JB. Mm hmm. The average high temp annually in this city is 91 degrees. Average high. Okay. Wow. Being drunk in public is a crime here, and that may come into play when the fans of countless nations converge on this Middle Eastern city in November and December. What's the city, JB?
0: Um, You know, I don't know the daggone name of the city. I am certain that it is in <laughs> Qatar, though.
1: <laughs> yes, Doha.
0: Doha. Okay man (laughs) oh for one i need to be educated no 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 we we got
1: we'll give you we'll give you we'll give you a half a point for that (laughs) okay fair
0: all right this international city is home to not one not two not three how about 12 professional soccer clubs crystal palace yes sir crystal palace west ham tottenham arsenal yeah to name a few. Twelve teams professionally in one city. Isn't that crazy? Yes, and that question
1: was a precursor to a very soon to be asked question. Okay. All right. Um, all of the USFL games, that's the new football league that started up uh in the United States mm-hmm. this spring, all of the games will be played in this city the whole season. It's also the city JB that Michael Jordan played double A baseball in. Famous track star Carl, Carl Lewis was born here as well.
0: Is that Birmingham?
1: That's right, Birmingham, Alabama. I didn't know that. I oh, was that? way to educate. Yeah. I
0: didn't know that. Why? Why? Thanks. That's weird.
1: I've actually caught some of the USFL, and it's it's very solid football. Actually, high quality players, and the only real difference is a couple of rules that, to be honest with you, NFL could.
0: They, they could take a little
1: bit out of the USFLs, but it looks like it might oh, really? it might stick,
0: but we'll see. Okay, maybe we yeah, visit solid, that topic. Solid, JB. Okay.
1: Definitely. I will what have to got, check JB? it
0: out. All right. This sports city has some pretty famous athletes where they made their mark. Uh, for instance, Russell Wilson, Moses Malone, Bill Anir, and maybe most notably, Arthur Ash. Um It is also located in the state with the largest population with no professional sports team. And there's a couple of college teams in in this city that had some recent success. One was a double-digit Final Four team in 2011, and another one in this year's most recent tournament beat Iowa in the first round.
1: Oh, Oh, it's Richmond, Virginia.
0: It is, the Spiders.
1: Hey, the Spiders, VCU, shout out to VCU 2011 Final Four, Shaka Smart.
0: Yes, sir. All
1: right. Football, the soccer version, is the top sport in this international city that actually has multiple pro teams based in their top football league. People in this city, JB, are also cocky in their wait for Black Friday 2022. Hint, hint, hint. Really cocky for Black Friday. Really cocky. For... A game that's going to happen on Black Friday in November oh, of 2022. Oh, I guess we're going to
0: talk about London again.
1: Ain't it crazy <laughs> we had the same city, JB? Man.
0: <laughs> that's like a weekly occurrence. That's... Wow.
1: It's amazing. It's amazing. Yes, sir. Why Why are they so cocky, JB? Are they going to get I, humbled you know, by the United I think States?
0: I they, they probably will, as long as uh, if we play Zach Stefan, if he plays better than he played against Liverpool um, okay yeah, he needs to <laughs> alright this city <laughs> this, this sports city has um, an NBA and an MLS team the NBA team has been there since only 1989 but they have a conference championship in 95 and 2009 some famous players on this team
1: it has to be Orlando it
0: is Orlando Magic yeah. Nick Anderson There you go Penny
1: I got that one with the with the 95 touch because that was Orlando against the Indiana Pacers Eastern Conference Finals mm.
0: And then they All right JB here's the Keem
1: Yeah And they faced the Keem You know actually if you remember that series that first game it was like remember Nick Anderson went to the foul line and like missed four straight free throws and all he had to do was hit one or two and Orlando would have won but it went downhill after game one.
0: Vaguely remember that. All right, what you got? Sorry.
1: <laughs> this is my last one, JB. Okay. Famous athletes born in this city include Grant Hill, Chris Bosch, and Matt Stafford. The NBA team in this town has one championship, and the NFL team has five. The metro area has six pro sports teams, JB. NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball, NHL, MLS, and WNBA. What's the city, JB?
0: Is that Miami
1: good guess okay it's dallas texas dallas,
0: texas oh wow there
1: you go there you go i'm pretty sure clayton kershaw must be from here from here too i think you're i've always right. heard about matt stafford and da- uh, clayton kershaw going to high school together yep. if i'm not mistaken I think you're
0: right yeah that's a lot going on in that area okay yes good it is. one well you're, you're gonna take it this week uh last <laughs> one here i got another international one this okay. is uh, i'll give you a hint it is in canada and okay. uh, it has Canada's largest multi-purpose venue called BC Place Stadium. Oh, that Pop- must be Vancouver. Man, look at you. I was going to give you. Yeah, a- you know. Man, okay. Home of the Whitecaps. Caps. Place, you know. Whitecaps Van- in Canada. Vancouver,
1: British Columbia. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Good old Vancouver. Well
0: done. Fun as always. Uh, as usual. All right, Inno, Excellent. We'll be uh We'll be right back after we pay a few bills here. All righty. All right, you know. So what else do we want to talk about here? Where we wanna go with the next segment today?
1: Well, you know the NBA season just recently ended, J B. So did. we have to we must talk about our NBA playoff preview on N O and J B sports pedigree. Yes, sir. Let me go ahead and kick it off, J B, and I'm gonna speak on the Western Conference just a tad. Okay. Now I'll go ahead and say this if golden state wins the 2022 nba championship jb we have to start talking about steph clay and draymond as the best trio of all time mm. Ooh. let me tell you a stat let me tell you a stat jb they've never lost a playoff series where all three of them started every game never
0: wow
1: it will be their second championship as a unit of course and fourth overall reason i say second as a unit is because kd was with the other two you know By far, the most impressive quality about all three of these guys, and this is how I have felt since day one, when they first started becoming a great team back in the 2015 uh, years, they were the 7th, 11th, and 35th pick in their respective draft. They're all core of the best NBA franchise since 2015. Mm -hmm. Talking number one. Then when you take into account, The depth and the young plethora of ballers that they have. Jordan Poole, Jonathan Kaminga, Damian Lee, Gary Payton is second. And even a young dude like Moses Moody. I'll be looking to see the potential series versus, you know, the other top opponents in the West Memphis, maybe Phoenix. Mm -hmm. Um, I like the makeup of both of these teams rosters in terms of scoring ability. Talking about Phoenix and Memphis, by the way, Memphis is second in scoring. Phoenix is fifth, so they both can get buckets. Memphis also leads the NBA in rebounds, blocks, and steals per game. Mm. And, you know, you, you've actually been giving me a lot of stats about how good of a team Memphis is. Now, if one of these three teams, Golden State, Memphis, Phoenix, don't represent the West in the finals, JB, I'm going to be honest with you. I'll be very surprised. Yeah, I would these too. These three teams, far away and above, the top three teams in the West, they're also. The top three defensive rating teams in the NBA—they get it done on both ends. JB,
0: wow, that's a heck of a stat. And it, it, Golden it State's is. a three seed, right? Which um, they
1: are the three seed. That's, yes, sir. That's
0: pretty impressive considering that Draymond, Clay, and Steph—did they play like it all together? throughout the regular season <laughs> it man, didn't feel very, like very
1: it very rarely man right. that and that just plays to the depth of them you know mm-hmm. as we continue though going down the list of other western conference playoff teams dallas has luka obviously utah they got donovan Mitchell. and denver has Jokic, but i look at all three of these teams as being too top heavy and reliant on their star you know not to mention rudy gobert's defense gets exposed every year in the playoffs mm-hmm. see terrence mann of the LA Clippers if you don't know what I'm referring to yep. I would talk about the Lakers heavily JB but um <laughs> there's nothing to talk about yeah, a team say. with three future <laughs> maybe four Hall of Famers having finished the season 16 games under 500 and for y'all excuse making Laker fans out there <laughs> not only does every team have injury issues every season and stars missing games but no other team in the NBA has LeBron James it's time to temper the hype, y'all. Yep. Go ahead, JP. No,
0: You're right. That is, uh, yeah, no excuses, no excuses. So, all right, Eastern right. Conference. Um, I'm kind of in the same boat. I feel like there's three teams that uh, if one of these three don't make it, I'm going to be pretty surprised. I'm just going to run down real quick with uh, who we got matching up. So, uh, obviously, the Heat ended up coming out of the uh, play-in, uh, which interesting to get your thoughts on that play-in scenario and how you feel about that, maybe mm-hmm. for another another time. But uh, they're mm-hmm. going to have a tough time of it going up against the number one seed, Heat. Uh, the Hawks can score, but defensively, there's a lot to be desired there. And the, Miami is a mm-hmm. very good defensive team. You got Bam Adebayo, you got Kyle Lowry, you got Jimmy Butler, six, I mean, you got Tyler Hero mm-hmm. coming off the bench, averaging 20. And the X factor for the Heat, could be victor oladipo um mm. he averaged the last couple games of the season averaging 30 points former Ars all-star you know so yes, they are they're certainly primed um to make a run uh if the hawks get a game i'll be surprised to be honest uh mm-hmm. the no four doubt. five matchup sixers and raptors neither of these teams really scare me to be honest with you um yeah you know, I think Toronto's got some good young talent. They got Siakam and Van Fleet still on the team from that championship team. Uh, Gary yeah, Trent 20-point-per-game scores Right. Uh, but as far as making a run, you know, I'm just not sure. You do have a couple of quote-unquote star players on the Sixers. Also, Maxie having a great year. And Tobias Harris is fairly consistent scorer. But until I see them do it in the playoffs, uh, I just don't have a lot of faith in them. So... Uh, the other two teams that I really could see making a run, one would be the Bucks, of course. Um, Giannis having another MVP caliber year, averaging 30 and 12. Of course, you have Middleton, Holiday, Portis. Uh, they're, they're facing the Bulls the first round. So DeRozan, another great regular season player. Uh, need to see more of him in the playoffs with Zach Levine. I mean, are, are those guys going to be enough? Uh, there was a certain point in the year when they were, you know, Tops in the league And uh, yeah. it really kind of fell off they're, So They're not going to do much Yeah I think they're pretenders And then that <laughs> that last team is not The number 2 seed Celtics I'm actually talking about the number 7 seed The Brooklyn Nets um, Oh yes sir So this, this matchup is a good one Celtics have played Just about as good as anybody uh, Since the start of the calendar year They do have a great mm-hmm. duo Jason Tatum And Brown, But you're going up against maybe the best duo in the game. And now that Kyrie uh, is able to play and KD is healthy, watch out. Um, You know, they've got some other talented players on the team. Drummond, if by chance Ben Simmons actually gets to play some, granted he's going to have some rust, but uh, certainly could make an impact defensively, you would think. Don't be surprised if the Nets take the Celtics down. And make a run. Mm-hmm. So for me, I, I, I'm just I'm looking at Miami, Milwaukee, and Brooklyn is uh, the likely teams to come out of the East.
1: Yeah, I tend to agree with you, JB. I probably take Miami off that list, but you know, a lot of my a lot of my guys, my comrades, who I chat with the NBA about, they've really been talking about the lack of defense that Brooklyn has. I'm not really buying it because uh, they still got Kyrie and KD. But we'll see if their lack of defense, team defense, uh, really affects them as the series moves along against Boston. Um, and actually, these same people really um, talked up Boston hmm. in terms of Marcus Smart defending on the perimeter, Jalen Brown being a really good defender, Jason Tatum. I mean, they are. And them having rim protectors.
0: They so are. But
1: We'll see how that series – that is definitely the most intriguing yeah, series.
0: great series. Uh, people sleeping on – it is playoff time, you know, and uh, these guys know how to turn it on. KD – they can do. play some dag on defense and uh Yes he can. You know, Drummond can, can. can as well. So it's not like they're slouches.
1: Hey, Kyrie's underrated. Kyrie's an underrated defender too. Yep. He really wants to play D he can. Yep.
0: And and it's go time. So we will see.
1: No doubt, JB. Already. What do you got for your personal uh, segment? The, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for my personal segment today, JB, you know, with the regular season done in the NBA, Indiana Pacers fans like myself, are experiencing something we haven't experienced in a long time, JB. Oh, what's that? And that is being near the dead bottom of the NBA standings. We're talking about barely winning 25 out of 82 games. Let's be honest. The Pacers have been on a downward spiral for years. Starting two bigs and Miles Turner and Sabonis who can't guard on the perimeter. Let me be clear. One is okay in this era. It's okay to have one traditional big man. Two is foolish. Also, four personnel decisions without calling players out specifically. I'll say this. The Pacers perimeter team defense the last couple years near the bottom of the league in opponent field goal percentage. 27th out of 30 this year. The Pacers do not get stops. You have to sign guys who can defend. And there are a surplus a plethora. I think that's my second time saying that this episode. There's a plethora of 3 and D wing players these days. It's a good word. (laughs) It is a good word. (laughs) It's. I mean, you know, when you speak of 3 and D players, it's the current trend. I could dive into the rabbit hole when speaking about the Pacers of how bad the coaching has been, in my opinion. You know, the culture top down and these type of things. But I'm staying on this narrow path it's personnel path. You start searching out more defensive, killer, dog-minded young ballers, and the whole future changes. Starts with the personnel. Get some get some players who want to come in and defend. Hmm. Defend. Defense.
0: Do you have That's all I got. Do you got your eye on anybody coming out uh in the draft this year? If with a high pick? Yeah, you
1: know, actually. I think a lot of people may be surprised. The Pacers potentially could have a top five pick. Um, I like the Gonzaga kid. I really like him. What's his
0: name? Uh, He is extremely versatile. You wouldn't think that he's... Chet Chet, Holmgren. You're right. Yeah, I mean, if you saw the guy on the street, you'd be like, wow, he's a tall guy. But, man, he can play some ball.
1: The the thing I like most about Chet Holmgren, and it kind of plays on what we just talked about, He's 19 years old, seven feet, a buck 94, kind of in the Kevin Durant type of build, kind of in the Kevin Durant type of skill level. He averaged nearly four blocks a game his freshman year mm-hmm. at Gonzaga. Yep. He is a rim protector. Yep. I and, love it. And
0: he can rebound. Right? Because he can do it at, all.
1: He can. He can do it all because averaging four blocks a game means you're altering many more shots than that. It's not about the just. Averaging four blocks, guys know in the back of their mind when I go in there, I'm gonna have to shoot it way higher. They're gonna double clutch. I love that about him, nice. and I think that we could benefit from a player like that.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. I think uh, unfortunately, if you have say the number five pick, I highly doubt he'll be there. <laughs> so hopefully you can, you know, <laughs> hopefully you can get a high pick and get him.
1: Yeah, I mean you never know. You know, Benchero's probably gonna be in the top four. Mm. Uh, you know, Jaden Ivy May and. Obviously, before we got Halliburton, I thought Jaden Ivey would be a very good pick for the Pacers, but Halliburton looks like he may be the point guard of the future, so I'm fine with Jaden Ivey going somewhere else. Shout out to my Boilermakers. Right.
0: (laughs) Well, for my personal sake. And then there's also the
1: guy. Go ahead, go ahead, Jaden. No, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say the guy from Auburn, actually one of my buddies Mm kind of got me looking at him. I think his name is uh, Smith from Auburn. Yep. Another long, you know, three four type uh who's extremely skilled good defender um i think he's gonna be a top five pick as
0: well yep he is okay cool my uh my personal segment this week just gonna give a update recap on the uefa champions league we are down to four and uh unfortunately my chelsea blues did not make it um for those of you that did not see uh, or aren't aware, with each round leading up to the championship, uh, the teams play at home and away. Um, so, they played uh, Real Madrid. Uh, first game was in London, and they lost 3-1. to one. Um, So, that's a big hole to climb out of, playing a team as quality as Real Madrid. Um, Kareem Benzema scored a hat trick in that game. Dude is like he, he's out of his mind right now. He's 34 years old, mm. never played better. Um, definitely uh, somebody to watch out for come world cup time. Uh, but that's for another, another story for another time. But uh, going into the second leg, being down three, one, you gotta, you gotta figure real Madrid at home almost always scores. So you gotta figure, you know, Chelsea is going to have to score three. Lo and behold, they did. In fact, they were up three, nothing. Um, and if they'd been able to hold on to that, they would have, they would have actually won. This is without Romelo Lukaku being healthy. Um, so they really came together, played a great, you know, great game plan, um, executed. Uh, but unfortunately, they could not keep Real Madrid from scoring. So it actually went into extra time, and uh, they ended up losing it. Didn't make it all the way to penalties, but lost on aggregate uh 7 to 6 basically. So, mm. heck of an effort though. Real Madrid will be playing the semis against a different club from England, Manchester City. Um Pep Guardiola trying to get them their first ever UEFA Champions League. That club has been just top of the league, um won the FA Cups, won, you know, English Cups, but they've never won the Champions League. So, a loaded roster uh, and would not surprise me, to be honest, uh, if they take it this year. However, they're going to have to get through Real Madrid first, who, again, is playing well. Mm-hmm. And on the other side of it, the surprise, so extremely surprising victory from Villarreal over Bayern Munich, who Bayern Munich was probably the favorites. Um, mm. The team from Germany is just, you know, top to bottom, probably the deepest team maybe in the world and Villarreal actually beat them uh, two to one on aggregate. They beat them the first leg, one to nothing at their place. And then, you know, Bayern has has done it in the past where they come out and they just obliterate the team when they get to play at home. Didn't happen, um, and Villarreal didn't just sit back the whole time, they were pretty aggressive. And it was one to one in like the 87th minute. Villarreal had a, a counter-attacking goal, and uh, you know at that point in the game, it was pretty much done. So they will be going up again in my up against, in my opinion, at this point, uh, Liverpool. I think they're playing the best out of the four remaining teams. Um, in fact, they just recently beat Manchester City. Uh, so you could see an all-England final, or you could see an all-Spain final if uh, Villarreal and Real Madrid end up winning. So we got two Spanish clubs and two English clubs. Um, it's going to be exciting. Those games are here in just a few weeks.
1: And this is La Liga, right? This
0: is – no, this is UEFA Champions League. So La Liga is the um, basically the Premier League for Spain. Uh, so this yeah. is – you know, the best teams from every league in Europe.
1: Got you. Got you. Okay. Yes, sir. That's good stuff, JB. That is good stuff. Now, I will admit, I'm not into the UEFA Champions League or La Liga like you are, but I love the insight, and anybody who knows me knows I may be a huge fan a year, two years from now Mm -hmm. because I love – international soccer. It's oh, yeah. just not gonna, something I've make picked up fan. on yet. <laughs> just haven't picked up on it yet. All right, JB. What we got next? SIS. All right. Sneaky important stats. Now, as I jump it off, short yardage plays in football, JB. Let's define a short yardage play as one yard or less okay. in this segment. Right? So we're saying third and one, second and one, fourth and one. Okay? The question of do you give it to the running back or do you – A QB sneak or play action, obviously, running play action is one option, just like a straight pass. But let's focus specifically on the ground game, JB. So give it to the running back or QB sneak. Now, on third or fourth down with less than a yard to go, every NFL team success rate might be surprised by this goes up exponentially when they use the QB sneak above giving the ball to the
0: running back wow know that i mean i, I would think that with certain in certain instances you know I, it, tom brady mm-hmm. comes to mind you know it uh-huh. almost feels like every time he gets it so
1: yeah well let me tell you this jb most teams average 20 percent higher rate of conversion obviously the patriots being at the top of the nfl the past 20 years or so when they will qb sneak most wow. of that with the Patriots who do the Tom Brady's QB sneak success. We're talking 90%, 9 out of 10 times, JB, Tom Brady converted these QB sneaks, which makes me wonder, why do we ever see teams handed to their running back or third and fourth and one? Right. I think a part of it is foolishness, overthinking. Another reason I'm assuming is the fear of a QB injury. But at the end of the day, I'd like to see my Colts Leave it in the hands of the QB more in these situations and for Frank Wright to stay out of it because coaches do too much sometimes. And with these stats that I've looked up, obviously QB sneaks are a much higher probability of success than giving it to the running back.
0: That's nice. That's good insight. Yeah, I I think that sometimes too. And typically your quarterbacks are pretty big guys, you know, like That's right. Yeah. Just plug it up in there. Oh, it's good. It's good Might stuff. Uh, so Thanks, Toby. For my s- sneaky important stat, you know, I'm all about effort and attitude. Uh, that's the biggest thing I preach when I'm talking to my kids and, you know, when I'm looking at uh, performance. And one of the ways in basketball that I think that we can measure that is with rebounding. Specifically, offensive and de- defensive rebound percentage. And the reason mm-hmm. I say that is because to a certain extent, rebounds and rebound statistics can be skewed because if you have a team that shoots great uh, or if somebody shoots 60% from the field, there's gonna be less rebounds to get. So looking a bit deeper into it at the percentage gives us an idea of you know, how frequently you actually get the rebound and how frequently your team does. The biggest factor with rebounding is effort. Of course, there's there's size, you know, properly boxing out, being in good position. Of course, that is important as well. But, but effort's the biggest thing and the will to just go after and get the ball. I mean, you wouldn't have someone like, say, Steph Curry, who's 6'3", averaging nearly five rebounds or maybe more than five for his career um, if he didn't put forth the effort. So it can be done. So in the NBA... Uh, the average offensive rebound percent is 27 percent so for me realistically anything above 30 percent would be excellent and anything above 80 percent defensively would be excellent obviously the more rebounds you get the more possessions you have on offense for offensive rebounding and a lot of people fail to think about on a defensive possession, you got to get the rebound to end the possession, and you know it's pretty demoralizing when you're consistently forcing teams to be one and done. You know, only getting one shot, and that is it. Uh, so, I think it's a, a great stat to look at and really determine, you know, uh, what teams are going to be successful uh, because of their effort and their just will willingness to, to get in there and rebound the basketball.
1: Yeah, I love that, JB. And when I teach rebounding to my high school basketball team, it's very scripted. At times, you know, I'll do three on three rebounding, four on four, or five on five rebounding. Sometimes, but it's obviously very scripted. Specifically, I'll have the box box out player on the inside, other player on the outside. But I really try to teach more than anything, um, you know, the technique of boxing out first, but Not so much anything else other than effort, watching the flight of the ball, you know, percentages-wise, usually shots that come from the corner, they're either going to come off short or long, not off to the middle. And just understanding the probabilities and then just going after it. Going after the ball, not waiting for it to come to you, getting it at its highest point, battling, doing whatever you can to get that rebound. And just making sure my players understand when it's a loose ball, it's anybody's basketball, so I love that, JB. Yep,
0: you got to get it. You got to get it. All right, why don't got we uh, Why don't we bring back bring back the show fave, uh, a little sports dichotomy. Yes, some of true course. greatness.
1: True greatness, JB. All righty. Um, I'm going to let you jump this one off. I got about, I don't know, 11, 12, who knows. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah,
0: I think that's what we got. Sounds about right. <laughs> so we're going to go right, back and forth asking dichotomous questions, yes or no. Uh-huh. That's all you're going to get. Not much elaboration at all. So I'll start it off here. No, sir. So the Kansas City Chiefs offense in this upcoming year will be just as prolific without Tyreek Hill because Patrick Mahomes will spread the ball around more.
1: Yes. The transfer portal in college athletics effectively supports being a quitter. (laughs) Uh, I I went straight to it. My bad, JP. (laughs) I had to to put you on the spot like that. That's cool. That's
0: good. (laughs) Uh, The new NFL (laughs) overtime rules should have been extended to the regular season as well as the postseason.
1: Hmm. I'll say yeah. All right. The U.S. versus England World Cup match on Black Friday will be the most watched soccer match in United States history.
0: Oh, yes, without a doubt. Uh, Isn't it
1: crazy that we're talking about something that's months and months away? I know, man. I'm excited, and I, and I can't and I can't wait for it like it's tomorrow. Ah, oh, no, man.
0: I'm, I'm fired up. <laughs> uh, Deshaun Watson will miss at least half of the season this upcoming year due to suspension.
1: No, hmm? it's a miracle that Russell Westbrook made it through the season with LA. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs> it is ridiculous that someone with the uh, history. Like Randy Gregory, who had so many behavioral issues, to have so many behavioral clauses not impact him in his contract.
1: Of, of course. <laughs> Can Tommy Pham replace what Winker did numbers-wise in the Reds' outfield?
0: No. Uh, Tiger Woods, the the feat of him playing at the Masters was incredible, and will plat will. Platform? I don't know why I wrote platform. <laughs> 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 will will propel him into winning uh-huh. a major this year.
1: Oh, okay. Propel him onto the platform. Yeah. that's my, that might be what you was thinking, JB. May- uh, we'll Maybe. say yes.
0: Thank you. Thank you Maybe. for making it sound better.
1: <laughs> You're welcome, JB. We'll say yes on that one. All right. Uh, LeBron James has a history of quitting on teams.
0: <laughs> yeah guess he does
1: oh my gosh you uh, N-O, know to my shout out to my quitter theme uh, today.
0: yeah uh, that is a theme uh no will coach division one college hoops in his career
1: we're gonna say yes on that one we're gonna speak into existence jb kansas is speaking of which kansas's national championship is tainted because of the adidas scandal
0: absolutely yes mm-hmm. nolan ryan throwing a no-hitter at the age of 44 at the age of 44 is more impressive Uh, than Tom Brady winning a Super Bowl at the age of 44.
1: Oh, wow. That's a great one. Wow. I'm going to say yes. All right. The new Rooney rule, which now says that NFL teams must hire a minority offensive assistant, has gone too far.
0: No. Uh, Troy Aikman and Joe Buck Monday Night Football duo will actually last more than a year. They're
1: on Monday Night Football now?
0: Yeah, you didn't know that? They are.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, they, so they so they don't work they don't work for Fox I anymore? I guess
0: not. I guess not. We'll look yeah. up and confirm that, but yeah.
1: Uh we'll see. No. Okay, no. <laughs> Hunter Green. Are you serious? Okay. The The great 22-year-old Hunter Green can win Rookie of the Year in the National League.
0: Yes, bro. So my next question, literally. Hunter Green looked like a future ace in his Major League debut against Atlanta. (laughs) What the heck?
1: We don't make this stuff up, people. We do do not script this prior to doing the show, people. This is straight (laughs) off the top of our seats. And yes, by the way. Okay, fair. Kevin Durant. Was accurate. KD was accurate when he said playing alongside LeBron can be toxic. And this wasn't implying that LeBron creates the toxicity. It's just toxic playing alongside LeBron.
0: Yeah, at this point, I'm yeah, I'm seeing it now. Yep. <sighs> uh, Miles Bridges should be suspended at the start of the next NBA season for throwing his mouthpiece and actually hitting a fan with it.
1: Mm, I'm actually going to say no. OK. Give him a little bit of give him a fine. Dennis Rodman and Charles Barkley could have been all-pro NFL tight ends.
0: Wow. Yes. Sure. Okay. Indianapolis Colts signing of Stefan Gilmore for 2 years and 23 million is an excellent signing.
1: Yes, I love that guy. Mm-hmm. Hope he just hope he's not too old. Coach K is going to pull a Tom Brady and pretend <laughs> retired.
0: Oh, wow. No, <laughs> I don't think so. No. Uh, I got one more. Uh,
1: okay, that was that was my that last was one. Go okay.
0: Ahead. JB has turned on and smashed a 90-mile-an-hour fastball in a game before.
1: Oh, man. We're we going to – yes?
0: Yeah. I don't think Actually I can do done. it now, but just saying.
1: I was about to say, could
0: you do it uh, to 100 greens, 102-mile-an-hour oh, no. fastballs? No way. Like, literally, you got to start your swing. I mean – you realize so <laughs> people don't realize like it it's less than the time you have to blink like less than that that the ball's there and you've got to be able to pick up what the pitch is first and then react to it so it's just that's just so crazy. essentially
1: so essentially you're you're just guessing I mean
0: one. when somebody's throwing that hard I mean yeah if if they've got a good off-speed pitch like he does I mean you can't just you can't just assume the fastball is coming every time it is just Mm -hmm. if he's throwing strikes man that's why randy johnson was like so unhittable because his his slider that was like 90 looked Mm -hmm. you know coming out of his hand you couldn't hardly tell and yeah that's crazy
1: but without looking at the stats doesn't it seem like when these guys actually do get hit it's the fastball that gets hit though
0: (laughs) yeah because they're guessing i think I think that, you know, and that's
1: what I'm thinking. Like, for me, it's like, okay, and like I said, I don't know the stats, so I'm probably not super duper accurate in my assessment. I would probably throw more off speed pitches than fastballs. Maybe if I was these guys.
0: I mean that's you know? why but you see like said, that's why you see I think Castillo falls in love with his changeup so much, you know, because up, yeah. keeps him off balance. I still think that's the best pitch in baseball. But that's right.
1: Yes, man. We need. We, yeah. Hopefully, he gets back soon. By the way, let me do a disclaimer real quick. Okay. That Rooney rule that I was talking about included in that is ethnic or racial minorities and females. So it's not just mm. you know hiring a minority; it's females as well. So for those of y'all that didn't know that,
0: yes, it is. All
1: right, JB. Come to the final section of our show, our new segment, JB's Justifications.
0: JB. Justifications.
1: Very similar to No Nose. I'll ask JB a personal question, then we'll do the JB's justification. I'll give JB a side to take on a subject matter, and he'll have one minute to, you know, kind of decide which side he's going to take, and then we'll do Name the Athlete.
0: All right. I always get nervous here. Let's do this.
1: Okay. Personal question, JB. If I was in a conversation with your boss, where would he say you excel at? And I know I sound like a potential employer, but... Where would they say you excel?
0: <laughs> that's an interesting question. Um, <laughs> I mean, just a broad, you know, relationship building. Uh-huh. I mean, that's probably the biggest thing, you know, and uh, just being a calming presence. You know, I once actually got. Okay. So in my line of work, um, there's a lot of chaos at times, especially when new Operations are open, there's a lot of new people, so much going on. And and I once got sent to a location that had opened like a week prior, literally just to be a calming presence. I'm like, why am I here? And they're like, you know, just make sure everybody's doing all right. So (laughs) literally, they flew me to another state for a day, you know, and I just walked around, talked to the man, you know, other folks in charge and whatever. So, yeah, that's, I would say, just, uh, you know, being somebody that people can talk to and relate to and, uh, you know, being coachable and coaching others.
1: That's good stuff, JB. We definitely wanted the people to know a little bit of about you personally and your qualities. All right. Appreciate now it. Now we're going to move on to, you're welcome, time to move on to JB's justification portion. Okay. And a minute is on the clock. And uh, you're going to choose a side on this subject matter and go with it. Okay. LeBron James is right at the top of the NBA in scoring leaders, but the Lakers did not make the playoffs. So LeBron slash Laker fans should be more humble moving forward about LeBron's ability to carry a team. A minute on the clock and justify your response.
0: Yeah, I would say so. Um, I think that it's never one player. Um, you, you know, it's it's the a point, team game. Is as, as, as great as he is historically, you can look back over his career, and he's always had to have, when he's won, uh, he's mm. always had to have another great with him. And I don't think that that's nice just point. him. Um, and as far as the Lakers franchise goes, before he arrived, even in Kobe's last five years, there they were one of the worst mm. teams in the league. So I think there's something mm-hmm. really toxic with this franchise in general, mm. and people just assume because LeBron is great that he's just going to put seconds. him on his back, um, and and it's, and they're the, going to the be able to win. Toxicity comes
1: with the media. Mm. Comes a little bit with the media, right, JB? Yeah, I think so. And and just media's media's expectations of the Lakers.
0: Absolutely. And you and you look at the way that franchise is run. You've got a bit. You've got too many. Uh, too many egos too many people trying to do their own way and and, and it just kind of works its way into the culture all the way down and you just see it play out so
1: all right there's the, that the minutes up jb that was an excellent response hey exquisite. Nice. i get done, a
0: five JB. rating five stars thank you
1: absolutely absolutely and <laughs> i agree with everything you said all right cool. everything you said i agree with okay here we go Name the athlete, JB. Mm-hmm. This NBA phenom, current NBA phenom, was born in Chocolate City, Washington, D.C. Second pick in the 2007 draft. His favorite food is crab legs. Shout out to Jameis Winston. That's not the person I'm talking about, by the <laughs> way. But shout out to Jameis Winston since we're talking about crab legs. If you know, you know. Um, This guy is widely known as being probably the most skilled player 6'10 or above in NBA history. He is one of three teenagers in history to average 20 points plus for a season. He has a 7'5 wingspan, two rings, and one finals MVP both of those years. Who is mm. the
0: athlete, JB? we talking about KD.
1: Kevin Durantula. Yep. The Durantula. The Durantula. One of the greatest of all time. Honestly, KD could probably be in the Hall of Fame right now.
0: Mm. Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. If he was done today. Of course he would be.
1: Well, KD in the Hall of Fame, y'all. They <laughs> Just need to start. Put, put, they need to. St- they need to start putting guys in there while they're still in oh, the NBA, man. Listen, great. throw LeBron, throw LeBron, Steph, and KD in in the Hall of Fame right mm, now. Go ahead hilarious. and do it, man. Just throw them in there. Yeah, I mean, might, might as well. Might as
0: well. Might as well. <laughs> <laughs> might as well, man. <laughs> another great, <laughs> another great one in the books, you know. Yes, sir. All right, yes, sir. Well, uh, It was a good one today. We appreciate you guys uh, continuing to support us. Um, you know, shoot us your feedback, questions, comments at no.jb.sportspedigree at gmail.com. Uh, make sure and follow us, like us, comment, all that stuff on social media. We got the YouTube, we got yes, TikTok, sir. Instagram, all that stuff. And uh, maybe soon we'll, we'll even get us a little, uh, little web page or something. One Might of them WWWs. <laughs>
1: uh-huh all right <laughs> well, you guys have a great week and uh we'll talk to you soon <laughs> we'll t- talk to y'all later <laughs> bye check it Keep pushing forward when the lights Got dim. To. The flame still burns when the night yeah. ends. So it's time to get animated promptly. My passion's cultivated as anger. Wrongly, since I'm as real as it gets, I won't take that. Might spew a couple of words I won't take back. I'll be the thug who seems to bring charm. Check, Check my skin, skin. Yeah. in the U.S. I'm seen is that regardless. Okay. Docile and harmless. Emblematic guinea pigs Submit to control all the people in the city.